This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. This is episode 8 of my coverage of Ultraman Zet. And this episode I have dubbed Ultra Flashy. So, I'm going to be talking about this episode of Zet, episode 8 like I said earlier, which features training, tests, and teases. This episode was a little off for me, find out why, as I address a few topics that caught my attention. So first off, Celebro, or Celebro. Celebro? What do you want to Celebro? Um, the pronunciation of that name is kind of funny, given the context of the English language, but it's actually not that uh, comical or comedic, just uh, it did strike me a little funny. But that's definitely not one of the things I had an issue with at all, because... Um, well, there's no reason to have an interest with it. It makes sense. It sounds like Cerebro, like a, uh, I don't know how you say this, but a Japanese-ification of the word Cerebro, which makes sense. You know, the whole L and R thing from Japanese, or maybe it's the L and R thing in English that we are too lowly to understand from Japanese. But the basic thing is, it looked like Cerebro or Celebro went into Shinya uh, Kaburagi's brain, or at least it attacked his face, and then it was inside of him, and now it's controlling him and uh, talking through him and things like that. So, he feels like a brain parasite now that goes into other creatures and controls their minds and causes them to do different things, and that's pretty interesting. Um, what's kind of more interesting is, I guess that means, or the implication is, that Juggler has had interactions with uh, Celebro before, and that raises a whole bunch of other questions, and I hadn't thought about that till now, but that's cool that he knows him, and that there's a potential backstory between the two of them, and I don't know where Celebro would have been doing something that Juggler would have run into him, but uh, that's cool that they have potential shared backstory together, and I like that. So that was definitely a good thing. Uh, Shinya mentioned when he got his first uh, new metal or two in the beginning, or towards the beginning of the episode, that it was time to do some tests, and then he turned into a, uh, you know, metal madness monster, and, um, <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not doing the dub for this. Um, <laughs> that would be what it is. Behold, my metal madness monster! <laughs> anyway, um, the, uh, um, he goes and tests them, but... Who is he testing them for, and what is he testing? And I guess, who is he testing? Is he testing himself? Is he testing the potency of the metals from the Zet Riser? Is he testing the Alliance forces on Earth? Is he testing uh, Zet himself? I don't really know who he's testing. Maybe he's testing to see if other Ultras will come to the planet with him uh, causing the damage he's causing. And... It's unclear to me now that I think about it whether the Devil Splinters spreading has anything to do with Celebro or if it was um, the not Street Shark, Space Shark, Derengan, is that his name? Uh, if he was doing it or if it was Celebro or Celebro rather working through the Street Shark. Street Shark. <laughs> um, no Vin Diesel here. Through the Space Shark. And uh, yeah, I'm just not sure about that, but that's another interesting connection. So, I don't know, it's kind of funny, I, you know, I could have asked these questions before, but having a name to the character kind of heightens my awareness of him and 
makes me or helps me to think about it in a little more concrete terms I suppose you could say. Uh, next thing, this is something I didn't like so much, was uh, the cat fights that were going on, sort of. So you've got this uh, uh, pair of alien ladies. Um, you know, the alien, well, I'll talk more about them later. But what's more important is that we had these ladies fighting, and like seeing Yoko uh, fighting with Haruki makes total sense. Seeing her fight with Yuka makes a little less sense because I'm just not sure Yuka's a real combatant. Although she is shown running in the uh, storage coveralls with Yoko and <clears throat> Haruki. So in the beginning, in the OP. So I don't know, you know, what that's supposed to imply necessarily. If she has compatibility as a pilot, um, perhaps because she helped design them. If she can also pilot them or has, you know, piloted them, piloted them before and that's I don't know, maybe an aspect of her job, or her character, or her as a person in the show that we just haven't seen yet, because they haven't explored it, but it's, you know, implied, so I find that interesting. Um, I mean, you could conceivably have Yoko and Yuka both in a mech, one of the two mechs there, and then have Haruki acting as Zet at some point, and that would be kind of neat, and I feel like that's almost implied by the OP, but not really. Alright, moving on, um, you know, it was weird that she was so interested in that alien, and she wanted to fight her, and, like, she was dodge like dodging a lot of hits from this competent alien combatant, and then she was landing some weird hits on her, like, I think she slammed her head against a, uh, I don't know, the couch, or, like, something in that room, that house that they were fighting in at one point, and it was weird, it, she very much reminded me of Pepe Le Pew, which I think I mentioned in my original uh analysis review of this when i watched it a year or so ago um but yeah still she's got like a strong energy and it's scary <laughs> and i think she was even scaring that alien which is a funny thing to think about um so yeah but i didn't like the idea of like, I feel like Kuichi Sakamoto directed this, uh, especially with the lady with the fish, and that's how she was kicking and stuff. It just felt off, and like I said, I'll touch more on that in a little bit. Uh, let's see. So, Hibikura's play. I'm not sure what Hibikura is about, uh, or what Juggler is doing. Um, you know, he helped out <clears throat> Zet by giving him, Haruki and Zet, by giving him the uh, medals to make Gamma Future, which is a great form, and I don't quite understand why he's helping him to survive, why he doesn't, you know, want to kill him, or what he's fighting him for, what he's fought him for in the past, other than he says he needs a new toy to play with, but if the toy isn't up to snuff, then I'm surprised that he would continue to want to play with it. <sighs> but... There's clearly something else going on, because he's trying to figure out... He's piecing things together. He wants to know what Shin is up to. Um, and he is aware of Celebro. And it seems like there's some larger thing going on that he's trying to suss or ferret out. And I'm not sure where he's going with that or what he's going to do. But I do definitely enjoy seeing him do it. So I'm not complaining. Okay, so the pits. We had two alien pits. These were the alien ladies who, I guess, Kaburagi, Shinya, was buying alien body samples from so that he could, you know, uh, mine them for metals. Ooh, oh my gosh, monster coin. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I like Bitcoin. <laughs> if you think I'm dumb because of that, uh, ask me about it. You know, maybe we'll have a reasonable conversation instead of you just being 
mean and accusing me of being a bad person, potentially. Um, but anyway, um, I don't need to fight for that. It's just, uh, you know, just something to mention in passing. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so, you know, these pits, they're aliens. You would think they'd want to blend in and be as inconspicuous as possible. And yet, uh, you've got this lady rolling around in fishnets with like a, I don't know, Yakuza kind of thuggish look. I mean, I guess it depends on where you are. If you're around a bunch of people who are dressed like that, then you would blend in. But none of the storage, I mean, all the storage people dress in uniforms and, you know, Kaburagis in uniforms and this nice house. I mean, it could be like a Yakuza house, which means, or which is, you know, makes it reasonable for them to dress like that. But, and the other lady, she was dressed a little more uh, sensibly or, or uh, conservatively. So, you know, she definitely blends in. But then you have, uh, you know, the lady in the fishnets and she's uh yeah she she just kind of sticks out i would think and that was kind of odd to me and uh felt weird and it, again made me think like is kuchi sakamoto directing this thing which he might be i didn't check the episode credits on who directed it so whatever uh last thing is uh so this was like i don't know if you could tell but this was just an okay episode for me i'd give it i don't know six out of ten yeah, probably 6 out of 10, maybe 7 if I'm being generous. But uh, Gamma Future is a really cool form. And is that what it's called? Yeah, Gamma, because it's the Alpha, Beta, Gamma, and then Delta later, right? It's the uh, Greek letters. Anyway, um, it's a cool form. Uh, I, <laughs> I feel badly because I uh, dropped Trigger, which is a re-imagining or modernization or whatever of Taiga. Uh, I dropped it because I didn't like it that much, so, you know, I didn't force myself to keep watching it. And uh, I don't feel bad about that. But, you know, the suit is okay. The, the base form looks fine. Um, and, you know, he shows up here, and uh, I don't understand, like, them being, like, alternate dimension Ultramen who have mystical energy. Like, that, like the, forgive me, but like the mumbo-jumbo behind, you know, what they are and who they are and why they make this form, like, didn't make any sense to me. Um, and... I don't really care because the form looked cool and it fought cool. I think this is the most, like, I almost wish that Zet just looked like this all the time. Like the gold, or like the golden metallic, I don't know, like shoulder uh, and neck pieces that he has going on and maybe something about the shape of his head. It's just, it's a really good looking form and I like it a lot and I don't understand why you wouldn't just have this, you know, be the guy all the time. But, uh, you know, here we are not doing that. Um, and his powers seem interesting, you know, mystical, like Ultraman shoots a, you know, spacium ray and, you know, Zet shoots a, uh, um, you know, a zestium beam. So it's like, I don't know how much, and they grow giant and shrink and stuff. I don't know how much more, more mystical you can get. They come from the land of light. So that's kind of a funny thing to call them, but the form still looks good. And I enjoyed its fighting style. And I like how flashy it was and like how there's a lot of, finesse and uh poise to the movements of the form and the suit acting i'm presuming it's the same suit actor for all three forms or four forms i guess if you count vanilla zet uh or blue zet i should say and um yeah i think the guy did a really good job and uh he just looks you know smooth as silk and i like how snazzy he is and some of the fun stuff he says and uh yeah i thought it was cool so i definitely dug that and that was I don't know, I was going to say it was like the highlight of the episode. Well, I guess, yeah, that was the highlight of the episode, the new form, even if it didn't really make sense how it got there and why and some other stuff. But anyway, they can't win them all. They can't all be perfect. And I would say, while this had a high point of the Game of Future deb debut, um, the rest of it was just okay. 
So anyway, that's all I have to say for Zet episode eight. I encourage you to go to the show notes and check out all the stuff there. You can find my children's picture book uh, manuscript inspired by Ultraman. It's over there in the show notes. And you can check out everything else that I do over on my author website where I document all of my work as an author, artist, and analyzer, and all the other things that I analyze and review and talk about. Like I said, you can find them all there. Anyway, for now, this is MJ signing out. I hope you enjoyed that. Go to mjmunoz.com to leave any questions, comments, or other feedback you might have. There you can find all of my analysis, art, and fiction. I cover books, tokusatsu, comic books, anime, and more. Look around. You're sure to find something else that you'll enjoy as well. This has been a Story Over Everything production.